Welcome to another episode of Who Cares? My name is Patrick, and that's my wife over there. Hi, my name is Ross. What's yours? Uh, tell us your name. Right in. Tell your name. <laughs> this is our podcast that we've had for, I think, 400 years now, since yeah. before the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, so like 400 years. Yeah. Uh, no. That's historically accurate. We're coming up on like two years of doing this thing in some shape or form. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. And this is our podcast. We talk about life, love, polyamory, sexuality. Ethical non-monogamy. Like however you... Um, discuss. However you decide. <laughs> however you code your language. God, this is getting out of hand. We've already gone off the rails. But yeah, well, how would you describe our podcast to somebody who's never heard it before? Are you kidding me right now? Putting me on the spot like this? I would just, I told this man across from me that I was hungry and that we needed to record. So now he's like, um, how would you just like, you know, elevator pitch your yeah, podcast to somebody? Yeah. I don't know. You say it. All right. So it's called who cares, but <laughs> we care. That's who cares. Yeah. Ross and I care. We care about a lot of things. We care about a lot of people. We don't care about certain things. So it's like sarcastic, but also earnest. Yeah. Like who cares? Oh, you're having a hard day. Who cares? No, we do care about that. It's more like, um, like what do people think about you? Who gives a fuck? Who yeah, cares? Yeah. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Uh, but it's also called Who Cares About Ross and Patrick because we talk about ourselves quite a bit in our lives. I'm a comedian. Ross is a hilarious person in general. <laughs> she's a fashion stylist. She's a yoga teacher. She's a witch on wheels. Mm -hmm. Dog mom. And a dog mom. That's your latest role. Uh, so, yeah, we just talk about all kinds of things. And today we have an amazing guest, a really interesting personality, a trans radio host slash uh, crystal shop, uh, witch bitch. Is that what she, bitchy witch? Is that what she said? A witchy bitch. Yeah. Um, I think this is hysterical. This is her tagline on Facebook. This is how she describes herself on her Facebook profile. Votist thirstiest milf and will make you a bottom 2016 to 2019 <laughs> professional garbage human TM since 1987. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think she's a garbage person at all. She's no. a high quality person. She is with um, the, a lot of intellect and uh, hilarious, wise words yeah. to share with us. And a little controversial, I'm just going to say. Oh. Because Juno Tempest, who is our guest, has, if she sees some bullshit, she's going to call you That's on it. That's right. She will do it publicly. She will do it hilariously and justifiably. That's right. So come correct in 2019. Don't. <laughs> Make us or her do all the emotional labor for you. Although on this episode we are, I, I had to get a little bit, some training in pronouns, uh, which, you know, you barely all, had to be trained. On we're pronouns. all doing our best. Uh, but yeah, please do enjoy this episode with Juno Tempest. Who cares about Ross and Patrick? I don't care. Yeah. Like who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so like, who cares? Who cares? We care. Gross. <laughs> All right, well, we are here with a guest for the first time in quite some time. Oh, my God, they're I probably sighing a big sigh of relief that they don't have to just listen to us today. Yeah, I'm so excited, too, because I got to meet this person a few weeks ago. I was performing at a comedy show at under St. Mark's Theater, and it was super fun. 
kind of a weird audience that wasn't responding to me at all. And thank God she was there <laughs> for moral support. Uh, Somebody was responding. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, let's just get into it. Juno Tempest is here, everybody. Welcome Woo! to the show. Hi, it's great to be here. Yeah, thanks, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, do you do you remember that night when we met? Yes, I do. It was uh, I I so I've been talking about cross dressing and kink and polyamory and alcoholism and sobriety, <laughs> all this stuff in my act. Big headlines, big big headlines. Yeah. <laughs> and usually it goes really well. People like it, but man, this crowd they were not feeling it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had spoken of it a little bit on uh, my my show on Radio Free Brooklyn, Sad Trainee Poetry Hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check it out every Sunday. Is it 4 p.m.? 4 to 5 p.m. live on yeah. RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. That was uh, that was so fun. Sad Trainee radio- Poetry Hour. Yeah, Sad Trainee Poetry Hour. Love it. Yeah, so close to a uh, slur of some kind, but you you really you yeah. pull a fast one with the word trainee. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a writer, I'm a a poetess of sorts, um, and so yeah. Uh, but like getting back to your your set that night, your sad set, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was a challenge, and at, at the under St. Mark's Theater, you're looking at you're looking at a it's like a theater style seating in front of you when you're performing, and it's like I don't know twenty seats, and you can see every single face looking at you. And that oh, night, that's terrible. It was just <laughs> I mean, there was somebody literally sleeping, uh, like oh, everyone else God. just like blankly looking at me, and I'm like, what happened in here? Uh, <laughs> But you were you were tending bar, so you you do so many different things. Uh, yeah, I do. You tend bar at the St. Mark's Theater. Uh, you work at Catland Books here in yeah. Bushwick. Mm-hmm. I see a crystal around your necklace right now. Oh yeah, this I got in uh, at a flea market in Germany. Oh That's nice! Sweet. What That's kind of great... crystal is that? It is a um, it is a phantom quartz. Ooh. It has like this. Parallel, these parallel uh, are like horizontal inclusions, mm. um, and it's a like Star of David facet cut. Oh, cool! It's yeah, cool. I was Very noticing unique that cut. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I work at the witch shop mm-hmm. uh, at Catland Books on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Come through, and uh, yeah, um, Saint Mark's Theater is. Um, it's an interesting yeah. little space in a, a basement um, at 94 St. Mark's Place. Yeah. Um, and but, you were saying last night you had a bit of a frustrating evening behind the bar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we can kind of relate in in that aspect. Uh, like they're having a frustrating night at under St. Mark's Theater. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So what, what went down? Well, there was... Uh, a show, uh, an improv uh, show called Kelly Cash mm-hmm. that's on, it's like monthly on a Friday, some some Friday, like I think first Fridays, whatever. Uh, and there was this improv team uh, called, uh, what is it? 
I, I bride of honor, mm-hmm. which is a, a silly name yeah. in and of itself. Uh, Not they, the best play on words. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, and it's it's the kind of uh, fuckery that you would expect from a group of white cis men doing improv. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, and they did this. They did this uh, sketch that included my dead name. Mm. Mm. Which was said about five times within three minutes. Do they do, just purely by coincidence, or yeah. are they familiar with you in a deeper way? No, no, <coughs> pure pure happenstance. Um, I have a very uncommon dead name. Oh, gotcha. Uh, which I will not be saying. Um, but uh, it, they also in the sketch connected it to a. A known and convicted pedophile. Mm. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so I was already having a rough night because I had two friends in the span of a half hour. The half hour I was on the train to work, send me an article uh, from like the Bushwick Times or whatever, some some fucking like local weekly or some shit, and uh, about how Bizarre Bushwick, my former employer, uh, was closed um, and in a legal dispute with mm. uh, with former employees. Five former employees are suing Bizarre, the owners of Bizarre Bushwick for uh, like lost wages. Um, mm. They're suing for $100,000. And this is a bar slash venue? I yeah. Assume. Yeah, it it was uh, a very well known, um, very well known like drag mm-hmm. uh, and burlesque venue that sometimes did some some crazy shit. Uh, otherwise, like they basically, the owners are a couple Frenchmen, and um, they they basically just want it to be the weirdest fucking place you've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why they had no problem hiring me, but. I was hired as a barback, mm-hmm. uh, and I <laughs> I worked there for six months, and there there came a situation where um, this this white cis dude bartender named Dalton, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're just calling out. That's right, bitch. We're calling out. Yeah. I don't I don't give a fuck. Good. <laughs> he and I were both fired because of. Uh, a set of keys that I was not allowed to touch that he was responsible for the the set of keys was lost. Mm -hmm. And then the next day miraculously found after I was fired, um, Dalton was also fired, but in less than two weeks was hired back. So there's just been some shady stuff going on at this place. Oh yeah. Super shitty. And I, I was like put in dire financial straits Mm. because I did not. So like part of the lawsuit is like they only paid like $8 an hour to barbacks. Uh, but they they paid about like $10 an hour to bartenders, but mm. only for eight hours a week mm. to avoid paying Uncle Sam. Uh, yes. And they had a separate register. 
Uh, also, for, they were doing for cash <laughs> sales. Um, so when you got which is these, illegal, uh, right? Like, yeah, like separate en- registered. It's entirely illegal. <laughs> um, I don't know what the fuck they thought they were doing. This is not France, okay? Yeah. Like, you can't get away with that sort of fuckery. So when you got these texts last night, I assume you it was it kind of like fuck them, like kind of good news to get, or did well, it bring no. up bad memories? And I stuff? mean, they've been Bizarre Bushwick has been closed since uh, June, I guess, mm-hmm. of this year. So I knew. Um, I actually found out from uh, a queen that I that I know. She was one of the few people who was actually paid. Mm-hmm. Um, for doing her show, but she was not paid nearly what she was worth. Um, and she, she came into the the theater under St. Mark's and told me, uh, and I think it was like, it was like May or June. It was, it was probably June, like right before, uh, Bizarre Bushwick shuttered their mm-hmm. doors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good fucking riddance. Yeah, so I guess, like, just to zoom out a little bit from, yeah. like, all this, like, I, this sounds like, um, and based on, like, the little I know about you, it sounds like to make it in this city as an artist, like a trans personality, radio host, comedian, writer, mm. uh, all these things you are, it seems like there's just lots of bullshit to wade through. Like, last night you had to sit through a... Was it, did it turn out to be a transphobic uh, sketch or just well, like an ups, upsetting in some way? Like, ha, like this is happening often. Or just like tone like. deaf dudes. Very, very, very tone deaf. Uh, anytime a white cis comic is on stage, like doing bad falsetto, playing like a female character, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's it's just bad news bears, yeah, you know, yeah. and uh, that's there was there was a lot of that in that sketch. And yeah. then they, you know, mentioned my dead name several times and which is just like and, triggering in general. Uh, I mean, like I can deal with it. Yeah, but it's not my favorite. Sure. I, I, tr- I try to ignore it. But like last night I was already in a fucked up mental space. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it just kind of like sent me over the edge yeah. and I had a full blown panic attack Aww. in the, in the backyard, like ugly crying hysterically Aww. in the back for 15 minutes, you know, while I'm at work. Yeah. yeah. Then, that sucks. Cause then you have to like pull yourself together to get through the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was not my, my favorite thing. Ugh. Um, so, and, and then I just like had a full on like meltdown for about two hours. Um, and I ended up like meeting up with this dude I used to fuck, uh, which, you know, I, I told my boyfriend, but I, I was like so fucked up in the head. I omitted details without really thinking about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like honesty is something that I strive for in this relationship, which, you know, it's my, my first serious relationship in four years since my, uh, ex-boyfriend in Germany broke up with me. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, tell me about your relationship. I I met your boyfriend. Do you guys, are you guys poly or how do you, how do you define the sort of limits of that? 
it's so by default we're in a very like heteronormative monogamous relationship mm-hmm. um and so like me meeting up with this dude that i used to fuck um and this dude was like gone on like a cross country bike trip mm-hmm. for a couple months uh and this is like a couple months that i've been dating my boyfriend uh and so like this this dude i used to fuck just lives close to the theater mm-hmm. and um you know like i i needed a place to stay that was not my house mm-hmm. um and so I, I slept on the couch and also like had a fucking fight with my boyfriend on the phone mm. <laughs> while you were at this other person's while house. While I was at this dude's <laughs> house. How many years in New York are you? Three years. Yeah, I feel like three years into living in New York, this is the shit that goes on for for people in general. Uh, You're I know, a young person in your in your twenties, right? I'm thirty two. So youthful. Uh, yeah, I'm like, well, I'm definitely getting the the complexion and face of a 25 year old. Yeah. <laughs> I, I very much appreciate that because I feel like garbage today. <laughs> I'm all broken out because my hormones are out of whack and like electrolysis on the face is really damaging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I remember you mentioning that you were going to start that or start a new phase of that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get, get through the electrolysis. Um, a fucking electrified needle like heats up the base of the hair follicle killing it effectively yeah um you know but it's like torture yeah i've heard it's very painful from other people that have gotten it uh yeah i i meditate on pain Mm. Mm. interesting I get that. I like doing that during tattoos, actually. Oh, my God. I will, like, fall asleep during a tattoo sometimes. <laughs> this is the, the, the masochism hour. On the who, yes. who cares about Ross and Patrick? we got three of us in one place. Yes. I love it. Um, so you've got a lot going on. Uh, yeah. Do you think, uh, I mean, is everything okay with you and your boyfriend? Yeah. Part of the reason I was a little... A little late today was because I was on the phone with him, like basically like mm, having a low key freak out about like, oh my God, is this the end of our relationship? Cause you took all your shit with you. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck. Like he and I are both very traumatized and in very different ways. Like his, his family life was extremely, extremely tumultuous um, and you know, we both have a, a history of abuse in, mm-hmm. in different facets. Uh, and so it was, it was basically us like trying to navigate around. I feel like the majority of our fights, just actually all of our fights, uh, you know, they're, they're not super, they're not always like knockout drag out but like when i get going mm-hmm. i get fucking mean mm. and it's it's a one of those vicious cycles sort of situations mm-hmm. where i'm like i'm afraid that you're gonna leave me so i'm gonna piss you off in every which way <laughs> to 
test the limits. Mm-hmm. I relate. <laughs> and how I appreciate that. I, I do very much. This is an identification laugh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how many months has it been? Two. Two months. Yeah. I mean, you know, because it's yeah, you 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 like a person enough to stay with them for that amount of time. Yeah. Uh, it can kick up stuff when they don't behave the way mm-hmm. you would like them to. Yeah. Well, he's also, I mean, he's a, he's a Gemini. I'm a Pisces. Oh, what's Pisces? your birthday? March 2nd. Oh, mine's March 20th. Yeah. I think you mentioned this. Um, I'm sorry. When I'm we were. S- I'm sorry if so many of my, uh, the things we've already talked about. No, it's okay. Skipped my mind already. No, it's all good. It's all good. That's interesting. You're with an Aquarius. I'm a Libra and a Libra and Aquarius have a lot of. Oh, overlap. he's a Gemini. Oh, Gemini. That's right. Yeah. I don't know why I went to Aquarius. What am uh, I doing? They're, they're, they're air signs. <laughs> yes, we're all floating away into the clouds. Mm-hmm. So he does this He does this double speak thing where he'll like say one thing and then like, and, 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 but then like his mood switches, mm. you know, on the a dime. Faces. Yeah, the two faces of a Gemini. Um, I, I call him my second Gemini because the first Gemini last summer really put me through the ringer Mm. and, uh, you know, but like the first Gemini was a 21 year old trans dude, Mm. uh, from Queens. And so I, I make some comparisons that he doesn't really appreciate Mm. sometimes. Um, verbally out loud to him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I I feel like that's just me trying to be open and honest and mm. blunt. Um I I used to get in trouble when I was a kid cuz like I'm highly empathic mm-hmm. and I have this tendency to like see right through people mm-hmm. um to like the parts that they don't even know mm. of themselves mm-hmm. uh, and it, it would get me in trouble. And so like I, I see that with him and sometimes it gets me in trouble. Uh, and also this is a big deal that you will be dating through a change of seasons. I assume as like a crystals and uh, Zodiac person. Does that matter? <laughs> crystals and Zodiac. Person. You know, as a crystals and Zodiac person. I am. I am a witchy bitch. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, crystals and Zodiac person. <laughs> but as a witchy bitch, like does that, is that significant to you that you, he's a summer Gemini boyfriend now we're entering fall. It feels like fall outside at least. Uh, yeah. It's a little bit warmer today. Yeah. It's a little bit warmer today, but, um, I mean, yes, but like a change of seasons is always, uh, a little rough on mm-hmm. some people, but I feel like summer as much as I try to enjoy it, um, fall is my season. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I really enjoy like the, uh, I guess the cool down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you're from Minnesota, so you uh, you like a cooler air, I assume. Uh, a little bit. I don't like it fucking freezing because <laughs> that's why I left. Uh, <laughs> and but, is that where you moved uh, from New York to New York from there? No, I. So I was born in Minnesota, moved to so southern Minnesota. Moved to Northern Illinois when I was 10 because my mom went to grad school. And uh, then at 
22, I up and left the country and moved to Germany for seven years. Oh, wow. Where I began my transition. And uh, then I moved to New York three years ago um, after attending a trans women's writing workshop uh, with 25 other trans women. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. What is that called? Uh, well, it happened the once. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, and it was sponsored by Topside Press, which is in hibernation mode, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Tom Leger, who's just getting back to Brooklyn from Vermont. <laughs> uh, God, I That's miss, so cool. I miss are you, that dude. Are you in touch with the other 25 people from the workshop? Um, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, I'm... I'm currently in talks with a friend of mine who works for uh, an agency and has like a really decent six figure budget uh under wait no six five seven seven figures she's got a seven figure budget under her belt um and she's like gonna give me some advice on how to Get money from rich people to pay <laughs> trans artists for our art, um, yes. which is the goal of genre reassignment. Brooklyn's only trans open mic. Oh, yes. Genre reassignment. Every third a- Monday at Branded Saloon. Right. Yeah. That's um, uh, such a cool, it's an open mic you have, right? Yeah. Just for trans people, trans and non-binary folk. You That's must amazing. be trans identified to get on my stage and talk into a microphone. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. I play Dr. Juno Tempest, a genre therapist. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But I, so I would very much like to get this big budget that I could, it's like beyond my wildest dreams, this kind of budget. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because right now I, it's like purely donation based Mm -hmm. um, after Stephen McEnroe of, uh, Metropolitan Bar canceled my show, which I held at his bar for two and a half years where I filled the fucking bar with trans people on a Tuesday evening where the bar would otherwise be empty. Mm. So what was the rationale for this cancel? Do you know? Uh, He didn't like me saying the words faggot or tranny on stage. He got lots of complaints from his friends who were white cis gay men that were at this show. Who were, they're, they're alcoholics. Oh, okay. Regular, <laughs> I was like, so why are they Regulars at the bar. Okay. They're regulars at the bar. And white cis gay men, I don't know if you know this, really do not appreciate women. It's true. At all in yeah. their mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. Um, so a, a woman on stage using the word faggot, I guess, rubbed them the wrong way. Mm. But as someone who is, uh, you know, fa- a woman of faggot identity <laughs> sure. and and past, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. I came out as a gay dude when I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Like I, I came out toward like the very tail end of the AIDS ap- epidemic, mm-hmm. you know, like. It was it was under control, but like these faggots these days with their truvada, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yeah. You're gonna give me shit? You don't like you don't even know what that shit is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
HIV, I don't know her. Because <laughs> guess what? True Vada. Yeah. Um, so you're an advocate for using whatever language uh, makes sense for the individual, I assume. I, I feel like in, if you're going to use a slur, you should uh, identify very heavily and have experience mm-hmm. with uh, the group for which that slur um is uh is used yeah because yeah, then you're like so it's part like owner of it reclaiming yeah. Yeah. yeah uh so i i say faggot and tranny all the time because guess what i am a tranny of faggot experience yeah <laughs> yeah totally um but it's it does it does tend to rub people the wrong way but you know there's also a very large number of people who appreciate my my candor absolutely I'm appreciating it right now. <laughs> I mean, I assume that's why I'm on the show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was telling, I was telling Ross all about you. I was like, we have to have Juno on. Um, yeah. So, so if people want to come to genre reassignment, what, what are the next uh, dates for that? Oh, it's um, like I said, it's every third Monday. Our next show is Monday, September 16th. And we have a, uh, an Asian American trans masculine non-binary comic by the name of Jess Tom. Oh yeah, they're, on the show. Great. Yeah. yeah, they are pretty well known in New York uh, oh. as as a comic. Um, they actually came into Catland the other day, and I was like, Oh my god, Jess, oh, it's so great. good to see you! I can't wait to have you on the show. I have um, a show in Queens, uh, and for a while, Jess's show, The Revolution, was happening this slot before mine. And there would just be this packed house of like so many different types and kinds of people, different looks, like you know, every whole, flavor of queer. Yeah, well, it was before and, your Q- QED show, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it was usually the audience that was spilling out of that show. I was like, "What's that audience? Should <laughs> yeah. I be coming to that show instead yeah. of yours?" <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I like that. Yeah, I like you, Ross. <laughs> Thanks, Gino. <laughs> um, I don't think she they do that show anymore. I'm still learning pronouns, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> pronouns are hard, apparently. Uh, what are yours while we're at it? Oh, my goodness. There's there's some fucking discourse on trans book, let me tell you. About other, other, other pronouns. than uh, witchy bitch. Um, <laughs> I, I like to say my pronouns are fuck you. <laughs> like... Like but I now, just now I look I down at my big fake titties, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, "The fuck you think my yeah. pronouns are? Yeah. She, her, goddamn it." Yeah. We have an amazing spiritual. She, her. <laughs> yes. She just indicated left and right breasts As that she, she mentioned. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm just going to have to do that from now on. Whenever any cis person asks my pronouns, like my pronouns are she and her. I think that's actually a great response. Like, and just whip my tits out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you feel comfortable, I think that's a great way to respond to people. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck. You know? I can tell. <laughs> I did not get porn star titties to keep them like, Confined. No. Well, no. in New York, it's legal for women to go top. Everyone to go topless anytime. Yeah. So yeah, uh, 
you know. E- even female presenting nipples are allowed out in the wild. That's, can you imagine? Unless oh. you're on <laughs> Facebook or Instagram. That's right. But that's what sex Twitter is for. Yeah, wait, what, <laughs> it, what are you saying? When you say trans book, what is what is the joke you're making? Um, so there's like left book, you know. Uh, it's it's like the portion of Facebook that is for leftists. Uh-huh. Uh, and then trans book is the portion of Facebook. Oh, okay. That is for trans folk. And when you say that, what do you mean like groups devoted to like um i mean it's just like uh like mutuals and groups uh like facebook groups that people are part of i'm Mm -hmm. part of a a couple secret groups on on the facebook's and uh there's all this discourse over a a youtuber uh natalie win who goes by contrapoints Mm-hmm. On YouTube, uh, <laughs> ContraPoints deleted her fucking Twitter after like being like fucking piled on by like the non-binary folk uh, on the Twitter, um, which is understandable because like uh, I I can I can appreciate the struggles of being a non-binary person and. Uh, getting getting cis people to um, respect they them pronouns, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but like, don't fucking come for me if you have done nothing to medically transition or legally transition in the eyes of the federal fucking government. Don't fucking come for me. I'm on your side. Right. I'm actively doing things to like make the community better like i'm i'm actively making space i'm actively making space for uh you know trans people in brooklyn but that's where like me and contrapoints differ because contrapoints is just you know some dumb bitch with a youtube Mm -hmm. uh channel and uh all her videos are like a fucking like they're 30 to 90 minutes long and I just do not have the time for that. Mm -hmm. So I'm not really a fan of hers, but I can appreciate like what she went through because she's got a platform. People listen to her. Mm -hmm. Um, and not just trans people, like she is extremely popular. Um, and you know, just because she's not my cup of tea doesn't mean like she's not doing some good. Yeah. But also, uh, like the, I can tell when someone doesn't have a platform because all they do is fucking complain. <laughs> mm. Especially on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> well, that gets, gets me thinking about like the, uh, Brene Brown thing of like, uh, you, when you're when you're in the arena, are you familiar with Daring Greatly at all? No. This book she wrote. Uh, yeah, it's just this idea of like when you're putting yourself out there, you're creating space, you're performing, you're sharing your story with people, you're making yourself vulnerable. So you've you've entered the arena and you've bravely put yourself out there in whatever. God, don't use that word brave. Whatever form you have, cis people are not allowed to say the word brave anymore. <laughs> It's canceled. I I have I have redacted the word brave from the cis vernacular. Uh, All right. 
Antonin Pump. <laughs> Think of something else. Synonym. Uh, Let's go. But no, you, you vulnerably, uh, and I'm talking about people in general. Like yeah. anytime any of us do that, and then you've got these shitty people who are not in the arena. They're in the audience. They're in the cheap seats, and they're <laughs> looking down at us. Uh, judging us, saying, well, you didn't do that right, you didn't say that right, that offended me, or that wasn't funny enough, or that wasn't smart enough, whatever. The criticism coming mm-hmm. from the observers is um, they're just not entitled to have those... You can have the opinions, but I don't have to listen because you're not you're not in the arena with me. You don't even exactly. know what it feels like to put yourself out there. Yeah. So... Um, you know, I, yeah, like you're in the trenches and I like that you said you're out here doing the work and you're making space for other trans people because you literally are by putting on that show, you're creating stage time. Um, and then with your radio show every Sunday, you're mm-hmm. creating airtime for people to come express themselves. So you truly are out here doing it. Yeah, I'm I'm building a fucking platform. Watch out, bitches. <laughs> yeah, you have to decide. Come correct, because if you come to me and I've seen you do me dirty in the past, we're going to have issue. <laughs> She's got a list. She's got a list. There's a binder. There's receipts. Binders of, of uh, trinanigans, I, I like to call them. <laughs> Trinanigans, did you say? Trinanigans and trinannies. I I call trans women trinannies because on Facebook, we're like a trans person can't use the word tranny because it's a slur. Right, right. You know, like goodness forbid. But, you know, (laughs) like white supremacists are allowed freedom of speech, but I can't I can't use a slur that is used weaponized against me. It's fucking ridiculous. So I use the word Trinani Mm -hmm. to make fun of it. Mm -hmm. Where there's a will, there's a way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. And I have a lot of will. I can see. Uh, But yeah, like getting back to the whole like, like, like. Uh, like call out culture mm. and cancellation. Like every other week, there's a new person canceled. Double LT canceled. I think it's fucking ridiculous. Like if, you know, criticism in and of itself is not negative. Criticism can be constructive. Mm-hmm. However, most people criticize in a very destructive way. Mm-hmm. And if you are trying to tear me down, I am not going to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. It will go through my ear and be processed by uh, my brain, but I'm really just going to let it sit there um, for future use against you. <laughs> I, I learned how to hold a grudge from my mother. <laughs> <laughs> and my grandmother. I was going to say, as, as your mother learned from her grandmother, the mother yeah. before that. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, several generations of grudge holders mm-hmm. in the Irish Catholic portion oh. of my family and yes. on my mom's side. Uh, I can hold a grudge, like, harder than anyone can hold anything you know (laughs) but i try to use my grudges for good Mm -hmm. um yeah so well tell me about like working in a comedy venue where you do get some dipshit cis het guys uh who come in with these ideas that they think are brilliant mm -hmm. that are upsetting 
and you create the grudge or you form the grudge, how do you create space so that you can also like not let it ruin your night? Um, I play on my phone a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, like part of me thinks it's a little bit rude to the performers, but also I'm being paid to sell drinks. I'm not being paid to listen to their garbage. Yeah. Yeah. And you're Uh, also like behind You're. I think, I think you could, nobody notices. I'm sequestered uh, in this little corner of, uh, of, of the venue. Um, in front of a fridge. I I have like a little stool that I can sit on that's connected to the wall. Um, And it's not very comfortable. And I have to sit there for a couple hours where I'm paid not nearly what I'm worth to be there. Uh, And then I have to clean up these, these shitty people's garbage. Mm. And uh, so I really don't feel like whole, like biting my tongue. Um, but I also like as a trans woman who has been fired from every single job I've held as a woman up until this point working for under St. Mark's theater and Catland books, um, which, you know, they're, they're really great employers. Um, it's, it's a little, a little messy around the edges, but uh, for the most part, like I know that I'm not going to be like fired on a whim in New York state and at will employment state mm. where you can be fired for literally any reason mm. that they feel like making up. Mm. Yeah. Well, under St. Mark's, the vibe I got was like, and I didn't get it until I was on stage and we had those inter- interactions while I was performing. I didn't really get, get it until then that you were, you're in charge here. Like there's somebody working the door, but like, really this is Juno's <laughs> like space. <laughs> Like you're in Juno's house, my dominion. Yeah, uh, and I, I love that. And I, I emphasis I actually, on dom. I put the dom in dominion. <laughs> yeah, we we texted you before the show to say that we have a dog and we're training her. So literally ignore her. And then mm-hmm. I made the joke, uh, just treat her like a bratty sub. Yeah, and ignore her. <laughs> and you said, well, my mom's a professional dog trainer and I'm a dom, so shouldn't be an, an issue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tell us about that. So you're in the BDSM scene. How does that manifest? Uh, not not with- so much. It, it's a lot of emotional labor that I just don't have the spoons for. Yeah. But you were involved with it within uh, it at one point or very, very slightly. So, you know, not, not in like a, not in any like very professional capacity, yeah. okay. but I've, I've definitely been, uh, paid for my services um those services being beating the fuck out of <laughs> cis dudes good for you wow that sounds so fun i've been making a joke <laughs> i've been making a joke on stage that i've been trying like i i've been we're on these apps to meet other people ross and i date other people and uh i've been trying to meet somebody to dom me and it, i've been having a hard time and the joke i've been making is like like I look like the Republican trying to take your rights away. Don't you want to step <laughs> on my balls? Like, <laughs> like I look like a guy who uh, he casually says no homo on corporate conference calls. Like, I look like that oh douchebag. Like, aren't I every like... You do, but you're not. Yeah, I'm not. Thank I'm, God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hashtag not all men. Yes. <laughs> 
but like, yeah, there's there's guys out there that want to just be treated in this way, and it's great that you're you you in the past have been able to connect with them and give them what they're looking for, and hopefully get something out of it that not nearly you. what I'm worth. <laughs> let me tell you, yeah. Start upping those prices, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I I just like sex work is just it's it's work. It's a yeah. lot of work. Yeah, yeah. Um and most of that work goes unpaid. It's mm. like, you know, lining up clients, vetting clients, uh like putting up with no shows, mm. um dealing with every little bit of fucking baggage these these men carry with them. Yeah. Uh, you know, and like I, part of, part of why I don't really do that as much anymore, um, is because, well, one, I'm in a relationship. I'm in a heterosexual monogamous relationship. The first of my entire life (laughs) in my 32 years, um, on this planet we call earth. Uh, (laughs) but, uh. Yeah, it's it's just like I I've come to recognize that like I have to in order to effectively dom someone, you need to like come come from a place of compassion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because no one no one wants to get the shit beat out of them uh for no reason, mm-hmm. you right, know. Right. It it generally comes from a place of like needing to feel vulnerable in a very controlled way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it comes from a history of uh, like a past of psychological, emotional abuse, um, sometimes physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like taking ownership of that past and um, like making it more constructive uh, but the emotional labor part is like aftercare and I just mm. like as, as a top, um, like it's, it's difficult to get the aftercare that I need because mm. I'm expected to give all, like, give all the, the abuse and the aftercare, right. yeah. um, and like do all the fucking work. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like stuck dealing with my own shit after, um, which is, it, it's just, it's fucking exhausting. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it sounds like you need a, uh, like a teammate, like somebody, you, you go in. <laughs> like uh, a relay race. Yeah. Oh my God. Somebody you're, else tags in just for the cuddling. You're talking about like every, every man's wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> Two doms. Yeah. Yeah. Good cop, bad cop. Two doms, one hole. <laughs> <laughs> that video is out there for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and, you know, I'd be down except that, like, no one's worth it. Mm-hmm. Also, if you want that kind of service, pay for it. Pay each person. It's going to cost you triple, okay? Because <laughs> for me to, like, have, like, hook up with a woman is, uh, you know, it's a little bit beyond my comfort zone mm-hmm. um, to hook up with a trans woman. Uh, and, like, tops are rare in New York City, the city of bottoms. <laughs> the tops You heard it here, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it never fails to get a laugh. <laughs> the city of bottoms. I mean, yeah. it's a good line. It, it is, and it's, it's extremely accurate. 
Uh, but like, if you, if like a trans woman who wants to use her dick to penetrate a man, uh, is kind of rare. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a so- sort of thing that we're like, we normally demand payment for, and it's not sir. Uh, it's not usually the sort of thing that a trans woman likes to do. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy using my dick. I'm, I'm that rare, that rare form of trans woman who, uh, who enjoys her dick and enjoys like fucking dudes. Um, but also like I need, I need like things for me mm-hmm. too. Um, like my dick don't quit, but every once in a while I need a fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. City of bottoms. I mean, my God. <laughs> yeah. I have, I'm, I'm always in demand. The dance card is full. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're in a heteronormative relationship. My God. Yep. I am, I'm, it's, I, I've joked with, with my boyfriend Fox that like he is, he is, uh, taken, taken a hot commodity off the market. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, joking cause it's true, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's funny cause it's true. And he, and he, so th- simpletons like me will ask these questions. <laughs> uh, so he identifies as a straight guy. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he identifies as a cis hetero cisgender heterosexual male um and that's something new for me mm-hmm. uh cuz like whereas i have i have like fucked cis het identified dudes before uh this is the first time that any any of them has, like he's the only one who's like given me a, like shown me enough sorry enough respect mm. to actually like go for it and yeah. say like, okay, you're my boyfriend. Um, and, and it's like a whole, the whole relationship is pre care, after care, actual care, love. Like it's oh, got that like word whole- is, that word is a lot. <laughs> that big L I, yeah. I don't, I don't know her. Um, <laughs> I mean, well, she's a lot. Well, she's a lot. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to force this on you, but if you had a fight last night that it sounds like you did a lot of communicating around, a lot of talking about today and last night or whatever, mm-hmm. that's a symptom of love when you're willing to have a painful experience oh. and then and then talk about it. You didn't you didn't run for the hills. You didn't move back to Minnesota or Germany and you're um, here to... It's very tempting, especially right now. <laughs> <laughs> And texting with you, it did fight or like- flight is real, y'all. Yeah. Sometimes yes. I do both. Yeah. <laughs> I fight, then I, I fly. <laughs> you get on your broom, fucking limbs flailing. <laughs> yeah. But the tone I was getting from your text is like, I have to go home and make sure I still have a boyfriend, etc. Uh, like what I was getting yeah. from that is that you did not want that to happen and that you were genuinely concerned that you might have hurt him so that well i know i, I hurt to him. tell you is uh <laughs> is a symptom of love <laughs> oh right. listen to him <laughs> all right telling Fox. you your feelings how dare you thanks for the explanation <laughs> <laughs> i just want to push a couple buttons <laughs> No, I do the button pushing. (laughs) Those are your buttons over there, my dear. She's not wrong. Stay in your lane. (laughs) But also, you're not wrong. (laughs) 
Well, I, I hope I'm, it works out. I'm bad at feelings. I'm bad at feelings. I don't uh, think you're bad at feelings. I have a whole fucking playlist. I have several playlists with different moods. I have one really mad. It's like a like the mistress playlist. I, I call her uh, called All Feels. Mm-hmm. There's like 500 songs in there that mostly consist of like. I like to call it sad girl trance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, uh, but, and I'm like, there's a lot of feelings in there, but I also have one called like summer lust. Cause you know, lust is an L word that I can very much identify with. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but it's like, I'm, I'm very much out of my comfort zone in this, in this relationship. What playlist did you listen to? This morning on the way here. Uh, well, I I have Amazon Music Unlimited, so I have they. It's like their version of Spotify. Uh, like a Spotify playlist is called My Soundtrack. So mm-hmm. I listen to that, and it's based on like music that I've liked. Um, you know, but so I was listening to that, but there's like a lot of uh, a lot of sad girl trance in there. <laughs> Sad girl trance sounds right up my alley, don't you think, hon? Yeah, that's like your middle name. <laughs> Fucking, I think, I think you dressed as sad girl trance for Halloween last year. Yeah, that's that's my my walking mood. Sometimes when I'm like walking into a place, uh, I I'm asked like it's usually doormen. Doormen are like, oh, is it, is it Halloween today? Oh, no one oh. told me. Fuck that. Are, are you like a vampire? <laughs> Bitch, every day is Halloween for me. <laughs> this is my life 24 7. I was okay. going to say, you strike me as like a night person. Like, like I'm thinking, yeah. like, this isn't your, like, we, we met at 2 p.m. today. Uh, this doesn't seem ideal for you. Yeah, it's hard for me to leave the house before noon. Yeah. Mm, and I also, like, Anyway, but you're you're bar t- you know you're a bartender you're a performer yeah. like that's like the night life like your music genre makes me think of just like being out until all hours of uh, night yeah doing drugs hooking up drunkenly <laughs> uh, doing doing blow off some dude's dick in the bathroom and never seeing him again that sounds great <laughs> all things that I've done in real life yeah. Good for you. Yeah, I actually we were reading. I don't have it in front of me. Your Facebook tagline uh, is hysterical. Uh, what what is it? Professional garbage person. Oh yeah, uh, uh, professional garbage human since 1987. Yeah. <laughs> I like that as professional because it's like you get paid to be a garbage person. I mean, I don't get paid much because I'm garbage, but. Uh, <laughs> I do, I do get paid some, um, and I've, I feel like I've, I've finally hit my stride, uh, in New York as like, fi- like finding my niche. Mm-hmm. I found, I found my, my people. I found my calling. I, I work in a, a like a comedy theater in a basement, and like slinging beers. I don't have to mix drinks for anyone. Oh, I get to be a, a bitch. Um, I also work at a witch shop where I also have been given explicit permission to be a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do they do they tell you because that makes a lot of sense based on my experiences in there? <laughs> You're just like, yeah, be a bitch to people. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've literally Dakota 
uh, yes, Dakota. That's who I met. Literally, they so Dakota and B both use they them pronouns. Okay. Um, I I try to correct people, but also like ah, it's emotional labor. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not good with emotions, as we pre- previously yeah, went through. <laughs> yeah. Um, some people have buckets for emotions uh, and social things. Some people have cups. Some people like me have spoons. Mm-hmm. Some days I'm working with a tablespoon. Some other days I'm working with a teaspoon. And, you know, I just, uh, a teaspoon doesn't hold much. Mm-hmm. As, as, you know, anyone familiar with uh, cutlery <laughs> can attest. <laughs> uh so yeah, w- with with Catland uh, and working there and being into the the zodiac and and crystals, <laughs> so you're an into. It seems like there's some level, <clears throat> excuse me, of intuition and sensitivity that you have. Yeah. Uh, so that's like sort of one side of you, one mm-hmm. side of the yin yang, and then the other one is this nightlife bartender, uh, bitch on wheels. Uh, <laughs> how do you? Yeah. How do you reconcile the two of those? things not well <laughs> and not, what's your favorite healthy what's your favorite role uh <laughs> my favorite role is uh you know the one behind my back while i'm playing video games uh at home talking to no one pretending the world does not exist mm-hmm. mm. that's yeah. where you find peace yeah what what's your game well, my boyfriend Fox introduced me to a game called Terraria. Uh, it is fucking fantastic. Um, I have it on PS4. I just ordered it for 3DS. Um, <laughs> I I found out that my my Mac Mini is uh, capable of supporting the Steam game, so I will probably buy it on Steam as well so I can play co-op with people on the internet. Uh, But it's like a 16-bit game that has like ridiculously complex uh, rules, like a role-playing, like a a fucking RPG, like Skyrim, but there's not nearly as much narrative. I fucking hate having to read shit. Uh, and a lot of Terraria is grinding, but also you have to like defeat enemies at the same time. Uh, so it it's it's a sort of game I can get very caught up in, uh, which is it's it's exactly what I need at this moment in time in my life. Yeah. Um. And so, like, Terraria is my is my game. So you're finding peace and like. Uh distraction or like purpose in this like mission and do you and him play on the same team or are you playing against each other uh i mean we do we do play co-op but he's a fucking gemini so he's (laughs) like yeah let's play this game together wait you're not playing it right yeah and i'm like I pl- I play gl- games to distract myself. Right. I like open world games so that I can fucking play in the sandbox. I'm not here to follow rules. Mm-hmm. I'm here to see how I can break them. Gotcha. Uh, Which kind of sounds like in life also. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very much so. <laughs> um, and it's very frustrating to him. Uh, and understandably so. But I bet he's drawn to it also, which is why he's with oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of many reasons why, yep. of course. 
I I got the vibe during your radio show uh, two weekends ago that he's uh, he's got a big old crush on you. There was a vibe. <laughs> I was feeling it. Yeah, yeah. He's he's falling hard. <laughs> uh, what's your gamer handle? How can people find you on Terrarium, or do you prefer they don't? Uh, I don't know if people can find me on Terraria. Uh, my handle on all the the medias is uh, Juno Tempest. Um, if you're looking for my sex Twitter, you can find that at Temptress Juno. Uh, What's a sex Twitter? Uh, it's a it's like a regular Twitter, but for sex. I uh, I think everyone should have that because I discovered on this comic I'm friends with on his Twitter. Cause you can look at what people like, like mm-hmm. what they click heart on or whatever. And I looked on his likes. Somehow we stumbled on it. I was standing in a circle with other comedians and it was only porno videos. And I'm like, dude, do you know that like, it's like tracking that and showing all of us what you <laughs> liked? Uh, did he know that? Yeah, he, he did. I don't think he did. We, we just all laughed at him and mm. then we never, nobody told him. Mm-hmm. That sounds accurate. Uh, <laughs> very par for the quiz. Yeah. So your, your sex Twitter handle, that's where you can just be as whatever as you uh, want. Yeah. Yeah. Is I it on it? the different, cause there's like a, there's like a sex worker, like public space, right? Because yeah. of all the laws that have been going on. Yeah. But this is just Twitter though. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just Twitter. I heard recently that um, Tumblr is going to like reinstate porn. Mm. Oh wow! Thank, thank God, I had a real good thing curated there. <laughs> I know, and then they fucked it all up. Because that's where I go Cause for the Verizon. <laughs> is that why? Does Verizon own Tumblr? Uh, Verizon acquired Tumblr. Yeah, yeah. that uh, was so stupid. That was so dumb. Because that, that's where I had my artsy like i was following artsy <laughs> photography accounts according to you yeah <laughs> yeah it wasn't like pure filth it was like classy filth sure you know sure. yeah you know like artistic artistic smut yeah that's i i try to do that myself with my sex twitter uh which now mostly consists of like my boyfriend's come all over my tits. Cool. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm not speaking. I'm opening up Temptress Juno on Twitter right now. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> but, you know, enjoy the fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Thank you so much for joining us. We will definitely check you out on social media. That's at Juno Tempest on all the platforms. Every Sunday, you have the Sad Trainee Poetry Hour. Yes. At 4 p.m. That's on RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Dot org. Dot org. Uh, or you can download the iPhone or Android app. Oh, cool. Oh, I didn't awesome. know they had one. Uh, yeah. And you can find archives on iTunes uh, in podcast form. Sad Trainee Poetry Hour. Yeah. And I was on the, I guess it was August 24th episode, and we talked about... All sorts of spicy yeah. stuff. Uh, Viva Vidalia, was that her name? Viva Vidalia, yeah. She's a uh, a Brooklyn-based drag queen. Did you end up at her show that night? Uh, probably. I don't remember. Because <laughs> we, we want to support more live local, local drag. drag. Yes. And we need to go. That yeah. was at the vault over at the on vault. McKibben? Yeah, at 248 McKibben Street. Um, like a very short walk from the Morgan Avenue L. 
And so, three dollar bill is also a local joint that constantly has drag shows too. Yeah, they're a little more problematic, but Are they? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Should I, feel I like not go there? We're getting the inside scoop, so yeah, it's all good. So okay. bizarre Bushwick sucked. Uh, it sounds like oh, they're closed. Yeah, they're canceled. Yeah, but it sounds like the Metropolitan is problematic. I just love Gary so much. I know Gary is amazing. I I love Gary. He's one of my favorites. Um, shout out to my my boy Daniel Erickson uh, behind the bar on Tuesdays. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, this coming Tuesday, you can find me at Gender Experts Party at Metropolitan Bar. Oh, cool. Um, hosted by Johnny Drago and my best frenemy, Octavia Leona Coner. Oh. <laughs> uh, she's she's the reason I'm canceled. But, you know, it's all good because there's another trans, uh, like trans and queer show uh, in, in Brooklyn. So come, come check me out uh, at Gender Experts Party. Uh, there at Amazing. Metropolitan Bar on Tuesday the 13th, I think. Yeah, and then genre reassignment is on uh, Monday, September 16th. 16th, yeah. Cool. So the date for Gender Experts Party is fucked up, but yeah. I don't know. Look it up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you have Google in your phone. <laughs> yeah. You have a small computer on you at all times. Look it up. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank Hun, you for having me. Do you me. have any other things? No, I'm just happy to have finally met you. Oh. And I'll definitely come and visit you at Catland and come to some Yay. of your shows. Yeah. You'll, you'll get the friends and family discount. Oh, well, Amazing. now I'm definitely coming because you know what? I need some new shit. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I, I can help. I can hook you up. Okay, perfect. Yeah. It was so nice to meet you, Juno. Thank you for coming. Nice meeting you too. Thanks for listening, everybody. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bing, 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 bing.